Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello once again from Romania. I hope you're having a great day. Today we will look at our 17th message from the book of Ephesians. I hope you have been enjoying this series of messages from the book of Ephesians. Today we will talk about a generation that grieves the Holy Spirit. A generation that grieves the Holy Spirit. Let's read our verse for today. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. In this verse, we are warned not to grieve the Holy Spirit that lives inside of a believer. To grieve means to cause great distress to someone or to give someone a heavy burden. This is the only time in the New Testament we find this phrase. Therefore, it must be important. The Holy Spirit lives inside a child of God and can become grieved with the way they live and respond to his commands and counsel. Are we grieving the Holy Spirit? This is a question that we don't ask often. In fact, many times we forget about the Holy Spirit living inside of us. We don't think that what we are doing, looking at, thinking, and dwelling on may be grieving Him. Today, we are going to look at an example in the Bible where the Spirit of God is grieved. From this example, I believe we can paint a picture of how we might be grieving the Holy Spirit and perhaps not even realize it. In Hebrews chapter 3, we read of the Lord being grieved with the children of Israel for 40 years. Why? Because of unbelief. They did not believe God could deliver them from the nations in the land of Canaan. The Bible tells us he was grieved with that generation. I believe we have a generation of Christians that grieve the Spirit of God. Let's read Hebrews chapter 3, verses 7 through 19. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But 
with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. What can we learn about grieving the Spirit of God in this passage? We're going to look at four things today, I believe, that grieve the Spirit of God. First, they harden their heart. They made a conscious decision to harden their hearts against the commandment of the Lord. He told them to go and possess the land. They refused to go in faith. The lesson is clear. We start grieving the Spirit of God when we harden our hearts and stubbornly refuse to move towards that which we know is right and pleasing to God. The Holy Spirit was given to guide, teach, reprove, and comfort us. He will convict us when we sin. He will try to lead us in the right way. He will reveal truth to us from God's Word and so many other things. When we ignore this leading of the Holy Spirit, we are hardening our hearts. We are saying, no, I will not do that. This, I believe, is the beginning or the root of grieving the Holy Spirit. If we no longer have a tender, attentive heart, and instead have a hard heart, then we grieve the Spirit of God. What kind of heart do you have? Do you have a heart that is tender and movable when the Spirit of God speaks and nudges you in a right thing? Or do you hesitate, delay, argue, and debate, and ultimately ignore the Holy Spirit, and do what you want to do. Let's not grieve the Holy Spirit with a hard heart. The religious leaders in Jesus' time had a hard heart. They did not really care for the people or serving God in sincerity. Ask yourself, is that me? Have I become simply religious, cold, and hard? It can and does happen. Let's read Mark chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. And he saith unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days, or to do evil, to save life, or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, he saith unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. Jesus asked them, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day? And they did not respond. Their hearts were hard, and he was grieved because of that. Second today, the nation of Israel tried and proved God, and they soon forgot his works. God provided for them over and over, despite trying God and complaining to God. And then they would forget the wonderful works he had done for them. It grieved him greatly. Look what the Lord says in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 10. Wherefore I was grieved with that generation and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. He says they have not known my ways. He taught them over and over. He provided and delivered them time after time. And in the end, he says, they have not known my ways. Now we think, I would not do that. If God had showed me such wonders, I would not forget. 
But think about this for a minute. We come to God with our troubles often, at least I know I do. What kind of attitude do we have? Do we, with faith, believe he can get us through our troubles because he has done it before? Or do we have some doubt, worry, or fear that he can't help us? I want us to read a passage from Psalms chapter 78, verses 36 through 42. This entire chapter is a history of the nation of Israel, how they tempted and proved God over and over. Psalms chapter 78, verses 36 through 42. Nevertheless, they did flatter him with their mouth, and they lied unto him with their tongues. For their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passeth away and cometh not again. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert, Yea, they turned back and tempted God, and limited the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hand, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. Look what verse 41 says. Yea, they turned back and tempted God, and limited the Holy One of Israel. They would see the wonders and powers of God, and then have a heart of unbelief and tempt God. And what was the result? They limited God. So through their hard, unbelieving hearts, they limited God. Imagine the wonderful works and blessings God would have given Israel if they had had a heart perfect with the Lord. Our lack of faith and forgetting what God can do often limits what He can and will do in our lives. We must reach far when serving and living for God in faith. He can do much. Do not limit Him by your lack of faith. This is leading to the third thing we learn that grieved the Lord. Third, today, they had an evil heart of unbelief. The key thing that grieved the Lord was their heart of unbelief. They simply did not have faith the Lord could do what he said he would do. This is very closely related to the previous point. Look what Matthew chapter 13, verse 58 says, And he did not many mighty works there because... Of their unbelief. He would have done many, many more works there, but he did not because of their unbelief. Unbelief, a lack of faith, is something that really grieves the Lord. When we have no faith in our Lord, we are saying he is not able. Often we simply do not believe he can give us victory over our troubles, problems, and sins. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24, the Bible says, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. And then Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The Bible tells us clearly that we must come to him in faith. How can we expect God to do great things in our life if we come to him in unbelief? The amazing thing is he often does do great things, even when we come with a heart of unbelief. 
However, this should not be an excuse not to have faith. It still grieves him. The last thing we find that grieved the Lord was the sin in their heart. Verse 13 tells us, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. We must be very careful listening to our hearts, doing what our flesh wants to do. Our natural heart is deceitful and wicked. That is why we are warned to guard our hearts in the book of Proverbs. Let's read Jeremiah chapter 17 verses 9 and 10. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Sin will in time harden our hearts to that which is pure, right, and pleasing in the eyes of God. We must guard our hearts from sin, lest we become hardened by it. Let's read Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24. That you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Sin in our hearts and life is what we first think grieves the Holy Spirit, and it does. But it starts much earlier than open sin. It starts with us hardening our heart to the Holy Spirit's leading and guiding in our life. The children of Israel first hardened their hearts in unbelief and then went on to commit great sins. It is the same with those who are not saved, who are not a child of God. They first reject God as their creator, then refuse to simply believe him. Then throughout their life they sin, and most of the time the sins get worse. It is a natural course of a sin curse in the natural man without the new birth. If you are not a child of God today, if you have never personally trusted Jesus Christ to save you from your sins, then come to Him today. Confess that you are a sinner and need a Savior. Ask Jesus Christ to save you, trusting in Him alone to forgive you of your sins. Let's read Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then verse 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ask the Lord Jesus Christ to save you today. In conclusion for today, I believe we are living in a generation that is grieving the Holy Spirit. A generation of Christians that have hard, sinful hearts, full of this world and grieving and hurting the Holy Spirit that lives inside of them. Examine your heart and see if there is anything that hurts and sins against Him. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30, one more time today. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Next time, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Ephesians. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today, and I hope you have a wonderful day.